Blog Talk Radio. Good evening. I am Shirley, your host of Far Rock Live on Blog Talk Radio. I'm broadcasting from Durham, North Carolina, this Friday, January 30th, 2009. First, I just heard some good news on C-SPAN that the um, Michael Steele has been selected as the chairman of the National Republican Committee. I had the honor of hearing him speak at a meeting uh, here recently in Durham, and um, I had a chance to meet him after the meeting. So that was really nice to um, to hear and to, to be able to see um, him being nominated for the position and accepting the position, and also another first for our African-American history. So congratulations again to Mr. Michael Steele on being selected as the chairman of the National Republican Committee. So there's been a change from today's schedule uh, for the show tonight. Unfortunately, I will not be speaking with the representative from the Federal Communications Committee um, about the upcoming changes with the digital TV. Um, Apparently there's some outstanding issues surrounding the transition that would have been a conflict for her to discuss um, any of the changes in the digital um, television transition at this time. So instead, what I think I'll do is just play part one of a pre-recorded show that I did a while back with a Dr. Al Dwayne Tart. Um, Dr. Tart is a clinical psychologist from Georgia. He's a devoted father, a community servant, and a humanitarian, and he currently serves on the board of directors for 100 Black Men in DeKalb, and he previously served as vice president on the board of directors. He's an author of a phenomenal book, ladies, and if you have a chance, and I didn't get a chance to put it up on my website, but I will do that um, at the end of this broadcast. He's authored a book that's called The Ring Formula, How to Marry Mr. Right. And this book is for women who refuse to settle for less than what they deserve in a relationship. And I do advise you ladies to get a copy of this book. It's available at Amazon.com. And you can also go to Dr. Tart's website, and I'll give you that information. Uh, it is www.drtart, and that's spelled T-A-R-T-T, dot com, and order a copy of his book. He's also a graduate of Morehouse College. I just love these Morehouse men, ladies. Uh, if you can't tell that by now, <laughs> he's a Morehouse man. So without Um, Further ado, I'm going to go ahead and play part one of a recent uh, interview that I did with Dr. Tart. And Dr. Tart is also licensed as a positive psychologist in Georgia. He is the author of the book, The Ring Formula. How to Marry Mr. Right. And we definitely want to know how to do that. 
So, ladies, I suggest you get a paper and pencil if you don't have the book. I've been pushing this book, so hopefully you have your book. If not, you can still order it. You can either go to Dr. Tart's site at drtart.com and order it uh, directly through his site or also on Amazon.com. Dr. Tart is also a motivational speaker, and he is the owner and CEO of a company called Visionary Minds, Inc., He has successfully worked for more than 500 clients in Georgia, California, and Michigan. He's also a Morehouse man, and he was one of the youngest African Americans to receive his Ph.D. in clinical psychology from the University of of Michigan. So the chat room is open, and Dr. Tart? I'm here. Hi, how are you doing? Hey, I'm doing all right. How about yourself? I am excellent. I am so honored to have you on. I'm excited. I'm excited, too, and I'm honored to have you on. It's my pleasure. Thank you so much (laughs) for agreeing to do the show. Hey, no problem. We already have a traffic jam in the chat room. (laughs) We have four people in the chat room. I'd like to say hi to guest number 973, Um, Amanda, and guest number 958. I do have to warn you, though, I am not that technologically savvy, so just be patient with me with the chat room. But please submit any questions or comments that you may have for Dr. Tart. I'll try to read them as we um, engage in our conversation. So thanks again for calling in. How are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing well. Sunny weather down here in Atlanta, and I'm ready to get the ladies, you know, what they're looking for for the holidays. Hey, and we're ready to hear what you have to tell us for the holidays so we can get our Christmas present. <laughs> That's right, right. Get that ring on that man tree. <laughs> get, our, get our act together real quick, huh? That's right. It's not as hard as what people think. And it, it, it really doesn't, it really isn't, and I've been reading your book, and I am just so amazed. You seem to be so passionate about helping women understanding what a man is really thinking and where we're missing it. And it's just, it's so fundamental. But I think for the most part, we get so stuck in our ways, in our mentalities, in our habits, that, you know, sometimes we don't allow or receive other information that will help us grow and learn how to be the best that we can be in any kind of a relationship. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Specifically the man-woman relationship, and that's what we're here to focus on today. Oh, I'm ready. And so one of the things I like is a quote that you, you said, that the greatest challenge is not finding greatness in others. It is getting them to see it for themselves. And that motto is so evident in your book, The Ring Formula. Again, I'll say it again, that you, you are so passionate about helping women to step up their game and begin dating with the wife mentality. That is right. Shelly, you're right, because... A lot of women feel that they are already, you know, at wife status. But once you start talking to them for five or ten minutes, they realize, wow, there's a lot that I can I can do to start attracting better better men into their lives. It's not about us. I know this sounds crazy coming from a man, but dating is not about us. It is absolutely about the woman. The woman has full control, and the women that know it, they have no problems, you know, getting men to pursue them and pop big questions. Mm-hmm. 
But the women that know it, though, do you think they're using their physical appearance to attract these men? You know, because I know a lot of beautiful women that have it together, but they just can't seem to hold on to a man more than a couple of months. <laughs> what are they doing? So they're missing the formula somewhere. Something's well, not you know, It's not all about physical. I mean, men are definitely visual. We mm-hmm. definitely, definitely, you know, no love beautiful women, especially women that, that know it, that carry themselves. And beauty is it's more about inner and outer beauty. But after a while, it's the woman. It's her characteristics, mm-hmm. you know. That, that keep you around for the rest of your life. You can find you can find eye candy all over the place. Mm-hmm. But can you find a woman that's gonna love you, you know, stronger than your mother? Mm, now that's where you start getting into rare air. Mm. So a man is looking for a woman that has the same characteristics pretty much as his mother. Absolutely. You know we're nothing but big babies. <laughs> <laughs> we we are big babies. And I'm not saying we're looking, you know, for someone that's just like Mama. I mean, I'm I'm not saying that. Mm-hmm. But we are definitely looking for a wife that can love us as strong as our mom. Absolutely. And that's why you have grown men that, regardless of mom characteristics, that would do anything that she says at any point in time. Absolutely. And that and that is so. I have one question already for you. Okay, I'm ready. Amanda in the chat room, tell Doctor Char to check his. <laughs> okay, tell Doctor Char to check his to check check his email because I like some advice myself. Thanks. Well, he can't check it right now, Amanda, so he'll have to get back with you on that, but she says thanks for sharing the ring formula. Hey, yeah, go ahead and tell him to send me a a, a question through the chat line, and we don't have to say it's from her. How about that? Okay. A lot of women, you know, I get a lot of emails from people that have personal questions. I have no problems answering them. But since she has me right now, I can answer it. I just won't, you know, we don't know, need to know it comes from her. Absolutely. She can put this to work tonight. It's Saturday. <laughs> wow, we, we have an hour and 22 minutes. She should be able to formulate a question in that period of time. Hey, that's right. But to veer a little bit from the topic, and I wanted to say this in the introduction, and I didn't get a chance to. You're a Morehouse man, and you had an experience while you were at Morehouse College, and I'm, I'm, I'm going somewhere with that, that you, you witnessed something with a young scholar? Yeah, when I first, I actually started Morehouse before I finished high school. I was in uh, high school at Morehouse around the same time for maybe about a, a week or so because they had a summer program started up before I actually graduated. And, you know, seeing you, you really don't do anything the last couple of weeks anyway. You pretty much practicing for graduation and, you know, so on and so forth. So we started there, and there was a young guy by the name of Oshari D.I.L.O. from California who was 15 years old child prodigy, and uh, we went out to celebrate. We were going to a high school party. We were going to hook him up with some girls, and we stopped at McDonald's, and the guys, uh, the young lady in the drive-thru had a boyfriend, and her boyfriend was behind us, and one of the guys in my car tried to get her number. She turned him down. She ended up telling her boyfriend behind us, and he rolled up on us and shot and killed Oshara Diallo. No words were exchanged. He just pulled up, shot. I think it was I don't think he meant to hurt anyone, mm-hmm. uh, but he hit Oshara and he died on the spot. Wow. A scholar. I mean, just the smartest guy in the crew, just life, you know, wasted, and you know, for, you for no a, reason. And you had an epiphany as a result of it also. You know, we sat around, um, you know, it was five of us, you know, including Oshara, and we said, why would, you know, why would God allow the most talented and most gifted of all of us to be taken and the most innocent for no reason, you know? 
And I decided at that point to dedicate my life towards, you know, psychology and helping other people and violence, you know, violence prevention, and I've been doing it ever since. You know, I don't believe that people die for no reason. You know, the Lord works in mysterious ways. Absolutely. So I figured the best I could do was, you know, prevent other young men from doing the same thing by trying to intervene at an early age. And so the tie-in to women is, you know, they're, you know, I'm laughing, I'm joking about it, but in all seriousness, you know, there are a lot of people who are lonely, and lonely for no reason. Now, I know that God is the one that, you know, is in control of when you get married and chemistry, but I'm a firm believer that if you're active and if you know what you're doing, if you can love a man the way God loves you, you're going to have <laughs> men for days because they're looking for it. They're looking for that love. And that's, that's, I think that's the most important relationship that we can have, first and foremost, is establishing that relationship with Christ. And once you've done that, you have the capacity to love yourself first, and then you're able to give to somebody else. One of the things that you, you seem to emphasize over and over and over is that as women, we have to work on ourselves. We have to deal with our issues. And, and a lot of times... You know, we, we jump from one relationship to another relationship, and we have all these unresolved issues. We take all these baggages into these relationships. And, and then a lot of times we hold that other person responsible for something somebody else did to us. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. We have to work on ourselves. As men, we do the same things as well. But when we walk, you know, we have a godly walk, and we take that into a relationship, that's a strong love. And, you know, I want, to, I want to give an example. Okay. Um, let's get right into it. Mm-hmm. There are women that say, okay, you know what, Dr. Todd, I'm ready. I'm a great woman. I'm ready to date like a wife, but the men are not coming. And I say, okay, let me give you an example of what men mean when they say the difference between a wife and a girlfriend. Okay. So you've been telling me to come home from work two, three weeks in a row, and the third week in a row, I'm supposed to be home at 730, but I come in at 745. And, you know, you, you tell me, hey, you're not going to tolerate it. I had better get my act together, and this is unacceptable, and you go to bed, and we're kind of distance. That's what a girlfriend does. What a girlfriend who wants to be your wife does is completely the opposite. When I come in at 745, she's, she's, she's cooked my best meal. She's actually had some dessert, you know. Uh, we go upstairs. If we're married, of course, we, you know, we make love. And then towards the end, she's like, baby, I need you to value me. When I say 7.45, I mean, when I say 7.30, I need you home at 7.30. She, she handles me with her softness mm-hmm. to a point where I say, look, you know, I have the best woman in the world. You know, 99% of women would have, you know, acted a fool with me coming in. I need to step my game up to keep this beautiful woman on my arms. I can guarantee you I'm coming home tomorrow at 4 o'clock. <laughs> Because, you know, it's, it's that you have to give first. It's that giving mentality. Yeah. And a lot of women say, I don't want to give. I don't want to give because, you know, what does a man give? What I say is that when you give and you treat a man that deserves your love the right way, he will take care of you tenfold. Absolutely. And, that, and that's key, deserve your love, because sometimes we tend to get into relationships with people that we are totally, we have nothing in common with. And I think people tend to stay in relationships a lot longer than they should. No, you're right. Sometimes, and I understand it, sometimes we're thirsty. I mean, I'll be honest. If you're thirsty and you, you go to the grocery store, you don't buy anything. You buy stuff you don't even like. 
in relationships. The holidays are coming up. Uh, you know, we want to go to a Christmas parties with someone we care about. You know, it's cold. You want to cuddle up with someone you like. You want to go to the movies. You know, Christmas Carol, time with family. And you know what? That brother at the water cooler is starting to look a lot nicer than he did in May. And so we settle and we get involved in relationships with people we have no business even communicating with. One of the questions I just got in the chat room is, when a man is in a relationship with one woman that he feels is the one for him, but then meets another woman he feels is for him, how does he handle that situation? How does he handle that? How does Who's the man that has two women? Yeah. I don't know if she meant how does he handle that or how does she handle that. Okay, I can tell you how the woman should handle it. You know, any woman that is, is dating, dating him strong, giving him 100%, and he goes out and he dates another woman, she needs to leave immediately, and she needs to leave with roller skates on. The reason I say that is that if you hang around and you tolerate him dating another woman, then you're causing him to devalue you. If you leave and you say you're not going to tolerate and you know that, you, that what you're offering, another man will come along and take you up on being a dynamic woman, you know, men are suckers for dynamic women. Dynamic women never stay single for very long because they are in rare air. And if you're convinced that you're dynamic, instead of hanging around and, and playing the other woman or a top woman or a main lady or whatever term you want to use, you need to go. Because what's going to happen is he's going to realize you're gone and either he's going to chase or another man's going to take his place. Either way, you don't care. No way you're settling for less. And the dynamic woman exudes that confidence, and she, she's comfortable in her skin, in other words. Oh, absolutely. She's not compromising that to be with anybody. That's right, and that's what men need. Men need to chase. A dynamic woman can just walk by and smile, and she has the man already. You know, a lot of women say, well, I can't attract men. I say, what are you doing? It's very easy to attract, attract men, but most of it starts, like you said, at home, knowing that you're dynamic, getting rid of your insecurities, knowing that when you go out and dress, men are going to approach you because you have a beautiful spirit and you're very attractive. And, you know, you can love him stronger than any other woman he's going to meet that night. The men can feel that. We have a caller on the line. I'm going to open up the line. You can go ahead and continue your thoughts. All right. Call so it's kind of like, uh, um, I'm here. I have a caller from the 404 area culture. Oh, that's my hometown, Atlanta, Georgia. Hello. Dr. Tart. Yes. Caller, you're on the line with Dr. Tart. Do you have a question or a comment? No, I just wanted to let him know that I, I love this book. Oh, thank you. Who's calling in? Do you want to give us your name, please? This is L. Thackeray. <laughs> hey, L. how are you? Good, how are you? Hey, I'm doing all right. Good, I just wanted to support you and let you know that we were listening to you, um, and I loved your book, and I will continue to support you. I appreciate it. <laughs> it's great. Everything is awesome. Now, you already have a man in your life. Is that right? Yeah, that is correct. Um, I do have a husband of four years, and the book still helps me out. Um, just get the basis of what I didn't understand or didn't realize when I was married, so or when I was dating him. I'm sorry. And it's still helping me out, and I'm still learning a lot about men. You guys in general are definitely great creatures that God created, <laughs> and 
And um, I love it. I love it. It's still helping me out, and it's, I'm definitely growing in what I need to do, and I'm, our relationship is getting better. So you're using the book to enhance your relationship. Definitely. Excellent. Well, I appreciate the love. That's what it's all about. You know, you still have to date your man and date your woman, even when you're married. That's how you keep it fresh. And that's an excellent point because I think um, a lot of women feel once they got the man, that's it. You know, they tend to let themselves go. They gain a couple of pounds. Things start falling out all over the place. And then they forget to nurture that relationship. Oh, you're absolutely right. And it's kind of easy to do, I mean, especially if you have children. Because what happens is, you know, you're taking the kids to, to gymnastics, to, to soccer, and then you're working, and he might be outside cutting the grass, and then you look up two, three months, you all have not had a single date. The romance is gone, and you start seeing marriage is more like a chore than a blessing. And it happens with a lot of couples is that they don't know how to put the, the, the marriage. The marriage comes first before the children. And a lot of men try to tell their wives that, and the wives are like, no, no, you know, I have to take care of the kids, and the man gets jealous. I told you we're babies. You know, we get jealous of the kids. And then that's when you start having people step outside the relationship, or they lose that zest, or they lose that romance, and then eventually the friendship fades. And when you have no friendship, you have no relationship. It's doomed. Is there another comment that you'd like to make, um, Elder? No, there's not. I'm going to go ahead and just finish listening to you guys. I just wanted to show my support and tell Dr. Todd that I love him. Well, thank hey, you. thanks, Elle. Thanks for the support and all you do. All right, and make sure that uh, you and that man go on a date tonight. We definitely will. We have something planned tonight as well. Excellent. And, and get the book for your single girlfriends, too. Oh, I have it already. I'll pass it along to you. Excellent. Thank you so much for your call. I appreciate it. Thank you. So when we come into a relationship with so much residual baggage from the previous relationships, um, the same thing, like you said, can be said about men. Now, once they've been betrayed or left brokenhearted, when the love of their life leaves them, sometimes they put up that proverbial wall and make other women suffer as a consequence of that. So how does a woman, a woman get through to a man that has that type of an attitude? Once again, you know, and, and you know what, what happens? That happens when we allow lust and infatuation to kind of take over too early. So we're dating. We don't really get to know him. Things are going well. And then we found out three three months later, because we let the relationship go too fast, we're in love with a man that has significant baggage or a man that's just straight up crazy, I'll be honest. But it's too late because we're already invested emotionally. And so we find ourselves being caught up. You know, the best thing to do is that when you have, you know, a partner whose baggage is interfering with the relationship, you know, stop right in there and say, look, there's some things you need to work out. You might want to work that out in therapy. You might want to get yourself together because it can't contaminate our relationship. And let's just be friends until you work it out. That is extremely hard to do, but it absolutely helps the man realize, I have to work some things out before I ruin this relationship. And if he's willing to do that, and the same thing for a woman, if they're willing to do that, because sometimes they don't think that it's anything wrong, and they hold on to these attitudes and something they have to have the lightning strike before they recognize I have to change my ways. You know, you can't keep, I think I heard somebody say the definition of insanity is keep doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Mm -hmm. And so if you've been 
doing what you've been doing for so many years and keep getting the same result. At some point you have to realize, wait, look, it's not just the other person, it's me, and I need to go out and get Dr. Tart's book and find out what the problem is. I mean, no, you, Shelly, you're right. You know what happens is we don't want to lose anything. We're already in love. And we figure a little bit of a good thing is better than nothing. But in reality, it's not. Because you stopped yourself at only getting 20% of what you deserve. You know, it's better just to say, look, man, I can't take it anymore. You're going, I'm going to have to be on the move. I deserve better, and I'm going to go out and get better. And if you happen to be that better man, then you need to, you know, not, you don't need to step up because men don't like that kind of language. Then when you step up, I'll respond. So many women get stuck with, with men they have no business with. And same thing with men. They stay in relationships with women, and the relationship is just too hard because they end up having to try and deal with that person's baggage. When they could have gone on, you know, been somewhere else and met someone that was ready for a relationship. We get too caught up in, the, in, in one person versus realizing that God has many people for us to meet. Absolutely. And I think also, um, Dr. Tart, that, Women, you know, like you said, they get in relationships for all the wrong reasons, sex, money, companionship. They don't want to be alone. And they do just settle for anything and anybody that comes along. And I've seen and I know too many women who do that. And then all they do is cry and complain about the, the way this guy is. And you can tell them, you know, you can have anybody tell them, well, look, you know, Analyze the relationship, analyze you, what is it that you want out of a relationship, but for whatever reason, they still feel committed to that person, and they don't get out of that relationship, and they stay in it for years and years and years. How do you get through to somebody like that? Or do they just have to go through that process and come to that realization for themselves? Well, I mean, sometimes we do have to go through it, but the focus is, I take the focus off of the man, because as long as they focus on the man, they don't have to accept any personal accountability for themselves. So when we start talking about being dynamic and what it is that they want, you know, especially when they come off heartbreak, that's the best time for them to, to read the book and to actually take action. Sometimes we don't take action until we're in pain. And, and when you talk about being a dynamic woman, a dynamic woman is never going to sit still as her man cheats on her. She's never going to sit still as he, as he continues to call her back three and four days later. She's never going to sit still as he continues to give her only a percentage of the love that she's given him. I mean, she's going to be patient, but at some point she's going to say, you know what, I'm too dynamic to stay in this particular relationship. I know that I'm dynamic enough that if I deal with the heartbreak of, of breaking up with, with this guy, I know in a couple of months, maybe in a couple of weeks, you know, God's going to send the one for me. He didn't make me dynamic to get with someone that's not going to appreciate me. And sometimes we get so caught up in the person, once again, we forget that, hey, I mean, there's, there's other fish in the sea. And some of them are bigger, better, and love stronger. I'm going to go find one. <laughs> and I'm, I'm serious. I refuse to settle. Absolutely. And because I, I believe a relationship is a partnership. You know, you both have to have a common goal. Um, and it takes work. Any relationship oh, right. takes work. And it's a team. You're, you're a team. I, I have a question I, I need to, okay. Um, another question in the chat room is why is it, hard for a man to find Mrs. Wright? Wow. You know what? And that's, that's a good question. And that, that leads me to, you know, I'm going to answer that question. But this is the number one thing I want to tell women, especially, you know, my African-American sisters. You know, they say, some, some say there are no good men out there. They can't find good men or we want to be players or 
Too many of us are gay or bisexual on a down low. When you believe that, you'll never attract the good man that you're looking for. Okay, you'll never, ever attract him because you don't believe he exists. You know, when you don't believe that he exists, then you, you don't really put much effort into, into finding him, and you put out kind of a, I don't know, it's kind of an air. When you put out an air that, I don't want to get in trouble, but I'm going to go ahead and speak on it. Speak on Every it. time I go out, you know, I see women out, and I walk up to them and I say, hey, why are you out? You know, and eventually they'll confide in me that, you know, they're hoping that they meet someone, you know, new. But if they don't, they want to have a good time. And I said, let me give you some honest, loving feedback. There is no way I would have approached you because you look mean. You look so mean and you look so mad. And they say, well, I am, you know. I don't want these, you know, sorry men coming up to me. Every time I go up, I meet someone that takes me through changes. But doesn't that depend on the environment? I mean, if you're out close. Okay, well, that's the end of part one of my previous interview with Dr. Althuan Tart. Again, he is the author of the book, The Ring Formula, How to Marry Mr. Right. And I will continue with that segment on next Friday. This is Shirley, your host of Far Rock Live on Blog Talk Radio. Thank you so much for tuning into the show this evening, and enjoy the rest of your weekend.